I woke up on Saturday morning, I looked at the Google Analytics and saw something like 500 or 600 simultaneous visitors to our website. Most employees would rather have the boss who at least tells them where they stand than the one who doesn't. You're listening to The Growth Show, a podcast that uncovers interesting stories and advice on growth from every corner of the business world. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Growth Show. I'm Megan Keeney-Anderson, VP of Marketing at HubSpot and your host for today. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Payal Kadakia, CEO and co-founder of ClassPass a monthly membership that lets you try different classes from different gyms and studios in your area. So we're going to start off um, by talking a little bit about the day you decided to quit your job and start something entirely new. What was that day like? Can you walk me through that? Yeah. You know, I always have this feeling in life, like when you close one door, so many more open. And that was exactly how that day felt. It was scary though. It is so hard to say, I'm going to go and leave my job. I actually didn't have another place I was going to go. And that was actually advice that one of my friends gave me. She knew I was always sort of entrepreneurial. I, Whenever I wanted to do something or build something, I did it. So when I decided to quit Warner, which is actually something my mom told me to do because she saw the look on my face. Wow. And she was just like, something's wrong. You always have so much energy. What is going on? And I'm like, I'm just not happy in my day to day. And she was like, all right, so quit. And that was actually pretty interesting for me to hear from my mom, who's, you know, immigrated from India, you know, it wasn't something that an Indian parent would say to their daughter. Um, once she told me that, I was like, all right, this is what I have to do. And I was going to actually go take a job at Spotify because um, I was working in the music industry. I also had a few other jobs that I was looking to in the arts. And I decided to quit without another, another job or a plan B. And I decided to go traveling. And at that time, I think I just, that's when I really started thinking about what I wanted to do in the world and the impact I wanted to have. But what was so amazing is on the day I quit, my vice chairman called me up to his office. I had only spoken to him probably twice before in the elevator, and he became my first investor and one of the reasons that you know we got into programs like Techstar. So it happened literally an hour after I sent that that hard email to my entire company. One of the best things happened to me. That's incredible. And that's so contrary to the advice that you do typically hear, which yeah. is don't quit your job until you have something else lined up. Make sure that you have you know, a security net. Make sure that you're covered. And it's fascinating that both your you know, influences from your personal life and influences from your work life were like, no, you can do this. Like I think it was more about like believe in yourself, right? I had to actually take a second to know what, what were my skills, right? I had... I went to MIT, I worked at Bain, I was just sort of like climbing that corporate ladder and I had to just take a moment to say, what do I want to do? And it's such a hard question <laughs> to ask and it's so easy to go into your comfort zone and that wasn't something that I wanted to do. Did you have a cutoff point where you ever saying, we'll give it a year and then if nothing works, then we'll turn back or were you just all in? I just was all in. I just knew I'd figure it out. I think, um, you know, as I, as I was at Warner, I started my own dance company on the side. And while I was doing that, I think I just gained a lot of confidence in my own ability to have an idea and then build a team and execute. And it was obviously on a much smaller scale than anything that we've done now. But it helped build the tools in my own sort of execution ability, my thinking, my ability to 
create an idea and make it come to life that I just started believing in that ethos. I mean, ClassPass took years to take off. So I'm glad I didn't put a timeline on it because we actually, our first three products failed. Uh, and it only launched th three years in, we actually came up with the idea of ClassPass. So uh, sometimes takes time. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute. So you've gone through a couple of pivots. What was it that led you to want to make that pivot? How did you know where you were headed? Yeah. You know, for me, it's always been pretty clear what the mission of our company was. And I was just on a journey to make sure we realized that. Mm -hmm. And so when we first launched our product, uh, it was a search engine for classes. It was a beautifully designed site. People came to browse, but they didn't go to class. And when they didn't go to class, to me, I wasn't really creating a dent in the world. And that wasn't okay. And so I knew I had to make a change because I wanted to get people to be active, to go to something. And we started building another version of the product that still had some issues with it in terms of getting people to stay committed to actually working out. And then we eventually moved into the subscription model, which is ClassPass in its current form. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about how that works? How did you set up the partnerships with the gyms? How does that function? You know, many of these studios, you know, they're small businesses. They're always looking for people to come in the door, right? They were using a lot of like the discount methods to get people in, word of mouth. Many times they would give a first class for free. They just wanted people to enter their world. And, you know, for us, we knew that there were people who probably had a lot of fear who wanted to go there, didn't know where to find them. And we wanted to become this marketing engine that would help support the ability for them to get these new clientele in. And we started doing that and we started doing that pretty well. And that was really what got the whole industry sort of going in the sense of we had supply and demand, right? right. We had people actually going to class. So this was different than the first iteration. We actually saw people going and discovering new things, kind of ripping that band-aid of trying an aerial yoga class for the first time or a TRX class. And people started feeling really good about it. Yeah. Um, and that's when I think these studio owners started realizing, wow, like these guys are actually adding something to our business because it was a sustainable way for them to keep getting incremental revenue. Um, and that was really where it started. That all starts to click. Yep. Can you tell me a little bit about, you know, what's your best day as you're building ClassPass? What has been your favorite time or moment in that process? That's a pretty hard question. I mean, I think I honestly, I wake up every day pretty feeling pretty blessed that I know that there's more people out there whose lives we've changed. I think, yeah. you know, I remember when we made our first reservation and I remember sending a text message to someone being like, oh my God, someone went to class and it was because of us. And I still carry that sort of feeling with me. And to me, it's every one of those moments to me is, is just, you know, it's amazing. Um, you know, I think every day has been pretty, pretty great. I would say like last year uh, in January, we had a team offsite and our entire company was together. Um, it was actually the day we announced like our our uh, raise with General Catalyst. Yeah. So it was like this morning where we raised capital, like we had a whole offsite for the whole first time with the entire company, and then we had like a gala at night. It was just like an amazing day. We all worked out as a team together, and there was about a hundred of us. Um, so it was it was. I remember that day, and I left for London the next day to go launch it. Um, but it was a magical evening and you know afternoon with the team. Yeah, that's pretty unforgettable. Yeah. So I don't know if this is going to be easier or harder, but what about the flip side of that? Can you tell me about a day that was just incredibly hard along the path? You know, I think startups generally have ups and downs in them. It's sort of baked inherently into, into what you're dealing with. There's, you're constantly solving problems. So there has to be a problem to be, to be solved. Um, 
I think, you know, in the beginning, especially on at like at times when I realized classivity, which was the first version, wasn't going to work. Right. Um, but I always, whenever I have moments like that, I've surrounded myself by such great like advisors, mentors that I don't let myself get stuck there. And I think that's something like I've really learned to do is when I don't feel good and when I feel like I'm having a bad day, honestly, I will go for a run. I will call somebody I need to. I've like learned to get myself out of out of that negative pattern because it can infiltrate your life, right? If I wanted to wake up and be negative, I could, or if I wanted to be positive and it's about what you surround yourself with. So I definitely remember there were times like that, but I remember very quickly getting out of it. And if we didn't quickly get out of it, I don't know where we would be. (laughs) So there's always this concept of, you know, I think there's a book called Three Marriages where your, your life should be about sort of your work um, any personal relationships that you have, and then also your own passions and the mm-hmm. things that you really care about. What's the role that dance has played in building this business and in shaping your career? I mean, dance is my center from when I was a child. It sort of was my place to go and dream. It yeah. was my place to be anyone. And I think some of that also helped fuel this, you know, this confident woman in me, which I didn't even realize was inside of me as I kept building this company. And I kind of always just had a place to go. And that, that always just, you know, when I was at MIT, if I didn't feel great, I knew where to go to kind of let my creativity flow. And even in the history of these five years of class pass, whenever I was dancing, I was more creative. My brain would just open up. It helped sort of me get through the next problem in the company. And it's always just sort of been that center center thing in my life that's made me feel alive. It's made me want to change the world. It's made me want to give other people that same gift that I felt like I found when I was younger. I would always look at other people and be like, I, I wish you had something like that because I did. And I would, you know, my weekends were dance even as, as you know, an adult after college. I, that's what I did. And, but I got so much joy out of it. And I wanted other people to have that. And I hope class fast people do. Yeah, it is interesting because it's, you were just saying, when you're stressed, you, you take a run. You physically get out of the space, you exercise, and you're essentially giving that to other people, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's always sort of been the center of class pass is that philosophy of living your life to the fullest and discovering new things. And yeah. feeling that you can do it, right? It's so easy to say no and to have your fear get in the way or information or payment, all those different things that we wanted to really just remove from the process. So the only thing, you know, standing between you and that class was clicking a button. Right. So what's life like now compared to a few years ago? It's definitely different. And I think a lot of that is just because the team, you know, two years ago, the team was four people, right? And we're now 180 people. So it just dynamically changes the way you operate, right? As, as a person. But I think it's been so important to me. And I've actually went on this journey last year of not changing who I was at my core. And I made sure of that, right? When you're a high growth company, I also, I got engaged last year, like a lot of things happening in my life. I realized I want to stay who I am because that's what made me pile and you know this company and so many of the things that are core fundamentally to my happiness and I actually like went on a, a, like I wrote them down I wrote down my core values to say like these are the things that I want to protect and even as I think about this year with how much class house is going to grow there are things like dance that I need to keep at my center relationships that are important to me the way I spend my free time and those are the things I've really just built into my clockwork of how I operate and they've made me much happier nice have you run into customers or fans over the years and gotten to talk with them about their experiences? Yeah, I mean, you know, 
I'm actually pretty shy, which is pretty interesting. Most people don't know that about me, but Mm -hmm. when, you know, one time I was in my elevator and someone was just talking about it and it was actually really phenomenal for me to, I didn't interrupt the conversation, but I heard her telling her friend about the product and it was life-changing for me because I could tell that how ecstatic she was about the product. Um, and earlier on, I actually, I actually did a lot of the customer service. <laughs> so I read all the emails of people saying like, this product's changing my life. I never thought I'd get back into, you know, being like an athlete again because I got injured. Uh, one of my favorite journeys has been my sister's, uh, my sister who, you know, she just had two kids and she's obviously seen me go through this process and I'd always be like, try the product. And she'd be like, I'm too busy. I have two kids. And a year ago she finally joined and she's transformed as like a human being like you can just tell she's has so much more energy with her boys now like my brother-in-law is always like you know I get to hear about what how you've changed people's yeah. lives but I've got to witness it firsthand in her life she like wants to wake up the first thing she does is like schedule her workout and it was just I was always that person I was like I'm gonna go dance or go for a run and now like during Thanksgiving she's like what are we doing to work out today <laughs> so it's just been really interesting even watching her own uh you know, life change with the product. That's awesome. And that, that elevator story, that's like being in a rock band and hearing your song on the radio yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Like, that was so when I surreal. Knew we, we, you know, that's when I knew we were onto something. It was just, it was completely transformative when you built a product that, you know, people are just talking about yeah. on the streets. Awesome. Well, thank you so much thank for you. taking the time. We're thrilled to have you here and congratulations on all the success. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our show. As always, we would love to hear your feedback. Tell us what you think by leaving a review on iTunes. 